You are listening to The Ben Keats Show, where every day the objective is simple. Ben will never stop fighting the fight and lighting the light on topics that affect you every day. Howdy out there, boys and girls. Hope your day is going wonderful. Thanks for joining me today as we have our little weekly chit-chat. Whether you're watching on YouTube, how you doing? Or simply listening while you're maybe driving to work, whatever that may be. I'm glad you're here. Uh, Encourage you again to download that Apple, whatever you're whatever you're listening to. But if if you're watching on YouTube, again, you know how this this whole thing works. Give me a comment, subscribe, like, whatever you can, and I would be much appreciated. Let's get after it today. So. We're on episode seven, and the title of episode seven is What's Wrong With You, Uh, part one. There's so much wrong with you that we have to do this in two parts. Just kidding. Obviously, you is all of us, Uh, but since I'm doing the talking, I have to kind of project that this way, and that's just kind of how it works. So, What's Wrong With You, part one. That's what we're going to be looking at today. All right. So, you may be like, this dude, like, this is going to be a short episode, or where do I start? There's so many things wrong with me, whatever the case may be. I'm going to just kind of going off of some of my experiences and different things. I hope this relates or resonate. If it resonates, if not to you, uh, maybe it will to somebody that you know. The first thing that I want to look at is we have struggles, we have anxiety. We worry, um, maybe even go through spells of depression based upon our life path. Where are we going? What is this all about? Sometimes life feels really long. Sometimes it feels disorganized. And we can be going along great. And then sometimes we just wake up and what's, how did I end up here? I, this was never where I was going to be. I always looked and thought that I would end up in this wonderful place. And this was, I had a picture of it. And now when I look at the picture, this is not the same thing. As a matter of fact, it's chaotic. It's disorganized. It's, I don't even know who I am anymore. These are the realities that probably all of us at one time or another feel. And we find ourselves in. And so what do we do about it? How did we get here? I I really actually don't think we can do much about it until we understand kind of some of the whys and hows. And I think we have to ask ourselves some pretty important questions to get to that point. And this involves really, really being honest with yourself about a couple of things. So let's get after it. So the first word I'm going to throw out to you is vision. It's easy when we're 15, 20, 25, we may have a vision for our life, what we think. And then later on down the road, our life never ended up at that vision. Why is that? Um, Well, some people would say, well, you're just, you know, you're not motivated enough or you just, you made dumb choices and, I mean, look at the look at the dude you married. I mean, there's a lot of things of 
Oh yeah, and we and what we do is we're gonna start making excuses. Oh, it's 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 him. Uh, it's it's my boss. There's no way I should have ever been fired for that job. And you know, college is just too expensive. I wasn't gonna. I can't do all of that. And we simply. Oh, I gained fifty pounds. Well, it's you know, whatever. All you do is you make excuses. All of the problems problems in your life. It's about other people. It's about what they did. That's not fair. And even if you're right that things aren't fair, what's wrong with you is you make way too many excuses. It's always somebody else. It's never you. That's not going to go well for you. And you can logically come up with reasons why that is the case. But I'm just telling you, that's a loser's mentality. That mentality is not going to propel you anywhere where you'd like to be. If you don't look at yourself first, what's wrong with you is you're not going anywhere. There's nothing happening for you because it's always somebody else. And we all know that things always are going to happen that are not fair. There's always going to be things that are beyond our control. Suck it up. Quit making excuses. If this is if this is how you want to operate and live your life and look at things in this way, you're not going to get where you want to be. So that's, so that's, that's first kind of the mentality in this is your vision is skewed because you play the blame game. Okay. But let's, let's look at your vision. You, you want to change the world. You want to be an amazing parent. You have goals and ideas of, of what you would like to do with your work, all of those things. So let's, let's first look at this. How does faith, your faith in God, how does that affect your vision? So I believe in God. I'm a Christian. I believe that God has a very, very specific goal goals for me. There's ways that he wants me to live my life. There's reasons why I'm on this earth. There's intentionality with my existence on this planet. I'm not an accident. I'm not just some speck that happens to be floating through the cosmos and ended up on this planet. I am here because my my being as a human being was created in the image of God. I believe that. I know that to be true. Thinking about my vision for my life, if that's not a part of my vision, if I don't see myself through God's eyes and why I'm here, if I think that based upon millions of mutations, I accidentally happen end on this end up on this planet, what, what would my purpose be? If I'm literally just some random mistake, an accident, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I'd look at my life or even this world in the same way. But God has a plan for me. Knowing that and understanding how God views me and my life while I'm here, that impacts my vision. That impacts what I want to do. I understand that I have an, a beginning and I have an end date while on this planet. 
and it's not a a blip. It's not just some it's not an accident. That's that's a big part of my vision. That's what impacts my vision. I understand that not everybody believes in God. We have different relationships with God. We view God differently. But just think about this for a second. Does our view of God change God and how he sees us? Does God even it does does our opinions and our beliefs about how God views does that actually affect reality? <laughs> no, it doesn't. God's view of us is his view. We get it wrong. And when we get it wrong, it can take us off course. If you have 50 different opinions about how God may view us, it doesn't mean that all 50 doesn't mean that they're all necessarily wrong, but it definitely doesn't believe that they're all right. And so I would challenge you. I would love to discuss with you how this, how our an accurate view of God can really push and propel us to wonderful things. Let's look at our relationships for a second. People, most people listening, watching would say, I'm a good person. I'm a nice, I'm nice. I, I care about people. I, I, you know, when someone lets me over on the road, I give them a, a, the courtesy wave. You know, I'm a good person. I even let someone over. Like, I don't even just pretend that that car is not there and just decide to get to my destination 3.2 seconds quicker. Like I actually, I'm, I'm good. I'm nice, but man, my relationships, you know, my kids don't like me. My boss thinks I'm a jerk. I'm going on my third marriage, whatever the case may be. So again, if you go to excuse world, excuse world's going to say it's all of their fault. Your relationships say a lot about you. There is a mere reflection there, good or bad. How people view you, what they say about you. I mean, I know we all have people that are going to say negative things about us because we're not perfect people and that's it, okay. But you're not going to get whatever your vision is for your life. It's not going to be just you that gets there. It's going to be the people you love. It's going to be the people that love you. It takes a team effort at times. How you treat people, how you care about people, how you connect with people, all of those things have the ability to project your life where you want it to go. What's wrong with you? You keep God out of the equation, your relationships, people don't really like you, you're selfish you're not going to get where you want to go. You can't get where you want to go just simply by you. It's more than that. And it's important to kind of understand that reality. Now, another thing that I talk to a lot of people about in terms of their vision is they've attempted to get to their vision, but they failed. And their failures hold them back from trying more. I'm I'm not good enough. 
oh, my my boss said I was this or this job or, or whatever. I, I was thinking about a story for me that really relates home to this in that I was probably 22, 23. I just really started coaching basketball and kids. Um, I'd only been doing it for a couple of years. And I actually got hired, which I thought was really cool, to coach an elite group of athletes and in basketball. They're fifth graders. And I gave all of my effort to that. I'm a college student. I'm giving all of my effort into coaching him. And basically, there's some very wealthy parents that are running this team. And basically, the, one of the moms that was in charge came up to me and she said, we found someone else to do this. And they, it was a dad. It was a dad of one of the kids on the team. He's whatever. You're not, you're not tough enough with the kids. You're not this enough. And, and kind of started speaking into my shortcomings. That messed with me for a while. It made me really wonder, well, do I need to be tougher? Do I need to be doing this? Am I not even cut, cut out for this? After getting fired from that job, and it was a little devastating for me at the time, after getting fired from that job, I went on to coach tens of thousands of practices and games in the next you know, 25, 30 years. And I grew up. I got wiser. I agreed with maybe a few things that she said, but not everything. At the end of the day, I was pretty young. My point is, I'm not letting my shortcomings or my failings define what I decide to try to do. I It's not that I didn't listen to what she said. I even felt what she said. But that's not the end of my story. And so often our vision, we abandon our vision because we failed once, twice. But our vision, my vision for coaching and teaching kids, that was a big part of me. I love coaching kids. I loved interacting with parents and, and, and helping their child be the best they can be at you know, basketball, softball, baseball, whatever the case may be. If I would have let that one situation define my vision. I don't know who knows what I would be doing. Um, and that's the point. Don't allow any failings you have change your vision. It's a vision for a reason. It's something that you believe it's something inside of you. It's a passion. It's something that you're born with. I would say God gave you that passion. Use it. Even when you screw up, use it. Even when someone says you're not that good, you're okay. Learn from it. Take a deep breath and keep moving forward. Okay. There is going to be a part two that's going to kind of go in a different direction that we'll look at next week. Um, let's look at right now song and message to kids. And the message to the kids is a, is a, is a really, really important one. And I have a belief that we do a couple of different things with our kids. One of the things they either can have so much time on their own doing nothing productive, whether that be just playing video games, maybe their parents are both working their home kind of by themselves and are just maybe they don't have a lot of adult interaction. 
or or also we just schedule the heck out of our kids so they're kind of jumping from boom 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 so some kids kind of need more downtime some kids need more interaction what's your kids vision what do they care about how do they see their life you ask your child i don't know i don't know okay well as a as a parent you never ask just one question what do you do at school today? Nothing. I mean, you know you're going to get that response. I think only 4% of the children out there in the world are going to use like two complete sentences or more to answer that that adult question, that parent question that we all ask. So how do you guide, show, but also let them take the lead on what your child's vision is for their life? What are their strengths? What are their weaknesses? Where do they, what, what about them? You deeply know your child. What's their, what's special about them? And how can that gift be used to, to better the people around them? This is the power that parents have to their children. And you need, when you know your child, and again, it's easy. You can let the TV babysit them. You can drive in the car and they're on their phone the whole time. Kids gonna kids have lots of reasons to check out from you, lots of re- and they're gonna do it. That's the negative about technology, is it it stops that from happening. So you have to be intentional with your communication, with your questions, and really get your child to really think about this. Whether they're five, fifteen, or twenty five, it doesn't matter. It's a question we're always wanting to answer. So take part in that with your child. And that's the the parenting tip this week. So the song this week is a fun song. It's an older song, late 1960s, uh, a song everybody's heard of. Ain't No Mountain High Enough. Probably half of you just started singing it. We know the song. Uh, give credit to Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell for that song. And the reason why I chose that song is, number one, there's the obvious. There isn't. There ain't no mountain high enough. And there ain't no vision good enough for something that you can't attain. Uh, I always laugh. I, my son, William, I, I, well, I've said this to a lot of people, but William's the only one that's really said this. And this is just how he is. I, I, I've said since I was a teacher, I was like, I'd make a great president. I should be president. I watch these presidents debate. I'm like, you wouldn't stand a chance against me. And <laughs> I said, I was having a conversation with William. He's like, what are you doing about it? That's your vision. So you're, it sounds great. Cool. You're saying something. You're literally doing nothing about it. I'm not saying I'm doing anything about it right this second. Um, but it is something that I, I definitely think about. And that's the whole idea. There ain't no mountain high enough. If that's your vision, then take steps to get there. And I love that song. But there's a line in that song that I like as well. And the line in that song is, Someone who relies on you. There's someone that's relying on your vision. There's kids, your children need to be inspired because my mom or my dad believes in this and has this about them. There's people that can be better off because your vision is just that. And so I I just, I love the idea that ultimately our visions most of the time, I think our visions aren't just simply about some self glorification project. 
our visions are actually for the betterment of other people. And that's why people need us. That, that's why we have to do what I'm talking about because there's people that need, that are waiting for you. God put you for a re, here for a reason. God has a vision and a plan for, for your life. Catch on to that because ultimately it's simply about passing that on, paying it forward to somebody else. And that's really the ultimate reason why it's important. My passion for doing this podcast, me wanting to, to invest time and money into doing all of this isn't about me. It's, it's that if there's people that are getting something out of this, then t for me, I feel like that's a life well lived. I can sit there on my deathbed and say, I'm good. I did hopefully whatever was inside of me that, that God created my shortcomings, my failures, my times where I haven't lived up to the way I was supposed to, wasn't going to stop us. That time getting fired wasn't going to stop me. There's people that need me. There's people that need you. You just got to believe in your vision because I promise you that God has one. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And uh, I will see you next time. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Let's keep the conversation going. You can reach out on Ben's website, www.benkeatshow.com or on social media to chat. And please remember to subscribe so that you never miss an episode.